Hello and welcome back to Total Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dan Young. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Today, episode 158, we catch up with Katherine Benton. She is in San Francisco, California. Katherine is certified as an autoimmune disease specialist as well as a hormone specialist, and she's certified as a transformational nutrition coach. We had an amazing, amazing conversation as we explored her 20 plus years of experience in natural health as well as her legal background in identifying the chemical poisoning of our land waters and things of that nature, the cases she's worked on. We had a delightful conversation and Catherine promised me that we would do this again in the future. So look for part two, three, four, maybe five as we catch up with Catherine Benton, San Francisco, California on episode 158 of Total Wellness Radio. Hello. Hello, Catherine. You made it on the line. Welcome to Total Wellness Radio. Thank you for having me. I am super excited about having you on today. And for all of you listeners, Catherine Benson is in San Francisco. She's joining us today for episode 158. And I tell you, I'm super excited about what you have to share with our listeners today. And, and again, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on Total Wellness Radio. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. Anytime I can be of service. Yeah, That's I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's dive right into this, Catherine, because you and I have a lot of ground to cover in a short period of time, and I'm really excited about what you have to share. And so let's start mm-hmm. with your, I always love to start with the individual's personal journey, because I always find for me, it's a fascinating story. There's always something going on there, some kind of catalyst or something that took place in the individual's life that put them on a path to natural health. And I'm really excited about letting you take as much time as you'd like and share your personal story on how that happened for you. Yeah. Um, thank you. I, so I was sick, you know, my stories, like a lot of people's that are in the wellness industry, I think I was really sick in my late twenties and no one knew what was wrong with me. Um, and I had like golf ball sized lymph nodes in my neck and I kept going to the doctor and they said I had sinusitis I had strep throat I you know I had everything and they gave me antibiotics over and over again and and I kept taking them because I didn't know any better and it turned out I have Epstein-Barr virus chronic fatigue syndrome and no one caught it and then I, I remember I still vividly remember the moment the doctor told me that when he got the lab results back and he said, you, you have Epstein-Barr virus, you're disabled. And oh he my. goes, he said, if you get the paperwork, I'll fill it out. And, and of course, I started crying. I was oh. devastated, you know, and, and, and he, he looked at me and he said, do you want some Prozac? And oh I, gosh. I was like. And I, I just remember, you know, I can't say on the radio what I said to him in that moment, <laughs> but I, I, I grabbed, I remember thinking, you're not even offering me hope. You're not even offering me hope. Like, I don't want a pill, but at least offer me hope. And so that was one of the things that I really, really worked to kind of unravel is that I think, and I, and I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of the medical system in this country, but I also don't fault the individual doctors that are participating in it because I think they're doing their best yes. to help. Um, but but the system is clearly broken and, and I, I wasn't offered any help. I wasn't offered any hope and I wasn't offered any solutions. 
and so I sought those out on my own. Yeah. And I, and I, I, you know, I realized that there, there's normally a genetic component um, to a major disease process that there's normally um, an environmental exposure and there's a lot of emotional complexities that happen yes. because of the way people are treated in the healthcare system. And it's something I hear over and over and over again. Yes. And, you know, March is autoimmune disease awareness month, hashtag Adam 19. Yes. Um, and, uh, and it takes the average person five doctors and five years to get a correct diagnosis. With now, where's that? Where do, where, and I know that you've got a lot of extensive experience and that comes from like, uh, the, the cases you've worked with. Yeah. So the Autoimmune Disease Awareness Foundation yes. is in the United States and they are the ones that, that they collect a bunch of data. It's amazing uh -huh. okay. on, on autoimmune diseases in the U.S. And um, their so what, abbreviations are AARDA, the Autoimmune Related Diseases Association. And they have a great website that has a ton of stats up there. And there's over 100 diseases today, and they're affecting one in five Americans. Okay. It's huge, huge statistics. 75% of people that have them are, are women. And, and they're normally misdiagnosed or underdiagnosed. And if you don't have insurance or are of a lower income status, the statistics are even worse. Um, and so, so that you're bringing, up, you're bringing up two really key points that we want to make sure our listeners clue into. One, you just kind of gave a basically a very poor report card on how our system, I mean, evidence, right, that our system is failing people. Mm -hmm. And the second, that if you're financially, um, if you're in a financial situation, your financial status dictates the quality of care that you receive in America. That is true. Unfortunately, that is that is the current truth. That's tragic. Um, but and yet you and, you and I see it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> no one offered me hope. And I was really, really sick. I mean, I couldn't make it through a day without experiencing some pretty significant problems. Mm. And, and I just decided to, to kind of do research. Um, I have a legal background mm -hmm. and, and I'm actually a paralegal and I paralegals do research. And mm -hmm. I just started researching my own issues and I found so many natural um, alternative cares and treatments out there that, that are successful that, have been successful sometimes for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. um, and I just decided to seek that alternative treatment. And I, I, I've used everything. If it's out there, I've probably tried it. <laughs> <laughs> but which makes me great because now, now I can say like, you know, my, you might want to skip the hot coal walking, but, but right, definitely right. try the better nutrition. <laughs> you know, and it's so fascinating that you bring that up because here's the thing. You've literally tried uh, dozens, dare I say, maybe even into the hundreds of different types of therapies. And mm -hmm. yet here you are, you're laughing, you're talking about it. We know that your health has improved. Uh, no, no negative side effects. But if you were to try to do the same equivalent exposure to, let's say, for example, a pharmaceutical approach, um, mm -hmm. your outcome and the thing, the discussion you and I might be having, if you're even still here, might be totally different. Right, right. And so um, <clears throat> my background 
in law, I actually did environmental law, clean water for, for a decade. Oh, wow. Um, and I worked with the scientists that were testifying in the cases. So I, I worked with the expert witnesses. Okay. Um, and we researched groundwater contamination in public water supplies. Um, and so I've worked on cases where we have testified against every major oil and chemical company in the United States. Oh my gosh. Um, you name them all. I've actually worked on four cases that have been to the United States Supreme Court. And so these, these cases are not for the faint of heart because we're talking about huge issues like, you know, who's going to regulate this? Who's going to clean this up? What mm -hmm. happened? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing that I was interested in is, okay, now the chemicals are in the environment, where do they go? And of course, where they go is into you. Yes. You know, they end up in the human body. Um, and so my, my passion became, how do we get them out? You know, we know there's actually a lot of well-settled science on what these chemicals do to our bodies and how they break down the gut lining and how they affect our nervous system and how they mm -hmm. affect various systems in our body. And I, and I was like, how do we get them out? Mm -hmm. how, do we, how do we detoxify our lives? And I mean, all the way around, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. How do we detox ourselves? Yeah. Um, and that's, so that's what I specialize in today, working with the sickest of the sick that mm -hmm. kind of a lot of people have given up on and helping them get better and I myself never take a patient off medication because I'm a nutritionist. I'm not authorized right. to take people off medication. Correct. But I do constantly send them back to their doctors to get their lab work redone. Yes. I, I'll redo their lab work and send it to their doctor. I've called doctors and gotten in fights with them on the phone. Like, yep. this person doesn't need this medication anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yep. Um, over and over and over again. I also, with all my clients, one of the first things I do is just get all their medications and their health history. And I can't tell you how many times I find people on medications that are conflicting. They shouldn't yes. like the same person shouldn't be taking these medications, and, yes, but it's different doctors have written different prescriptions. No one's paying attention. And I'm like, you can't be on high blood pressure medication and low blood pressure medication at the same time. Correct. Why are Correct. we taking both of them? And I know, yes. you, I know you see this all day. I know yes. you do too. It's brutal. Yes. It's, yeah, it's brutal. And I'll, you know, I, I see people show up and they're talking to me about side effects that they're having from their drugs that they're on. Yep. yep. And, and I'm like, well, here's the problem. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with your prescription. You yes. know, my yeah. prescription is food sunshine meditation I have a lot of tools in my toolbox that I use with my clients yep um I I use NLP I use EFT tapping yep um I use a system called tiny habits which is a, a way to create healthy habits and anchor them in your life instead of focusing on breaking bad ones we focus on creating healthy ones yes and just let the bad ones dissolve which is yep. natural Yep. Yep. Um, you know, it's interesting. You're touching on so many things. You're, you're prompting me with ma major questions. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so what I do. And, I'm going to rapid I'm, fire a and few I'm at you. I'm super really passionate quick. about everything that I do. Can you tell? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, and so am I. It's like, for example, I did some research years ago. I do a nutrition one-on-one class once a month for all of our client base. And one of the things that I talk about is the the research that I came across, and I'm I'm, gonna, I'm hoping that you can either confirm or maybe deny, right, from your own experience and your own research about the EPA actually had released studies that suggested that our environmental pollutants, air, water, and food contaminants were one of the third leading causes of illness in our country today. That is that is absolutely true. And and okay, thank you. And I work I, I have worked with a scientist that is um, that was with the Environmental Protection Agency in the U.S. Okay. And um, uh, he's a brilliant Ph.D., actually two of them. And and the the expert witness that I worked with. He also has held grants from the Environmental Protection Agency and the National Science Foundation, and I can confirm that. Um, the chemicals that we're exposed to today are clearly causing problems, mm -hmm. because if you look in 1900, the cancer rate was one in 8,000, and today it's yep. one in two. Yep. And, and, here's, and I want to interject something right here, because you touched on it, mm -hmm. and I know you won't lose your train of thought, because we're just so in tune with this stuff. Uh -huh. A gentleman by the name of Dr. Ushiaka Amora, a Japanese medical doctor from the New York, New York Hospital, mm -hmm. uh, did 30-some-plus years in pathology and toxicology. His focus, cancer research. What he found in – there was seven different markers that he found in every single cancer cell that he did toxicology and pathology reports on, but there was two markers that he found every time in 30 years of research. His name is Dr. Ushiaka Amora. Mm -hmm. And he discovered a, the presence of a metal or chemical toxicity, some form of contaminant suppression of the immune system, allowing the virus to thrive. The, and, and I have seen that research as well. But the, the canary in the coal mine here, as far as environmental pollution goes, mm -hmm. is amphibians because they live in a, in a unique space where they're in the water, the air and the, and the soil. And, and there's a brilliant doctor named uh, Dr. Tyrone B. Hayes, who's out mm -hmm. of Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And and he did research in the 90s where um, he studies amphibians. And he was out in Texas wandering around in creeks and streams collecting amphibians. And it took him two and a half years to find a functional male amphibian in the wild. Wow two and a half years and and what we're seeing is that certain chemicals are affecting men more and certain chemicals are affecting women more and we know this because we see a huge huge disparity in the rates of autoimmune diseases that largely affect women and mm -hmm. autism largely affects men yes and so we're, it's very clear how it's affecting us and and the science is right there in front of us and, and if you if you look at the research that's coming out of the, the Mind Institute from UC Davis in California, which is one of the world's leading researchers on neurological deficiencies, um, they studied autism extensively and they've linked it to specific chemicals. Mm -hmm. I mean, the science is there. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's real. It's real. And it, it, these toxins are breaking our body down. And so that's one of the things I say is that, look, we've evolved, whether you want to believe it or not, over millions of years. And it's only in the last hundred that we've had reliable water and power. 
Mm-hmm. So we never mm-hmm. had these things before. So, mm-hmm. and everything else that comes along with it, we've also never had before. So we are really changing, not just the face of the planet, but we're changing the, the, the DNA structure of mankind yes. and how we're exposing ourselves to all these toxins. Yes. And that's another thing that I'm really, really fascinated with just personally is how the chemicals that we're exposed to affect our DNA expression. Have you listened to or studied any of the Francis Pottinger's work, Pottinger's Cats? I I have. I have. Because what you're talking about reminds me of what Dr. Pottinger was looking at. I I have. And I've been to genetics conferences um, where I've heard geneticists talk about nutrigenomics and nutrigenetics and how we're changing our DNA expression. Yes. Not intentionally. But, right. but all these things that are bombarding our bodies every day, just, you know, the way we build our homes and the way we live our lives now yes. is, is changing us as humans. And we really need to take note of that. And so that's yes. one thing I spend a lot of time working with my clients on, like, put your phone away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Turn your devices off. And <laughs> I actually have people make a safe room in their house and it sounds crazy, but it, it works. This, this is a great tip for people that have um, any type of um, anxiety yes. that's unexplained where you, you're just feeling anxious and you don't know why. Yeah. Um, Make a safe room in your house that is electronic free. No TV, no radio, no cords. Don't even plug anything in in that room. Yeah. And you'll be surprised how much better you feel. Get away from the Wi-Fi. Just by going in that room. Get away from the Wi-Fi and go in that room and make it a safe space. And make I tell people to make it a creative space. Put a box of crayons in there. Nice. <laughs> and, and a box of, you know, that, that sand, that like kinetic sand. It, it's an, it can be an amazing creative space to free yourself. Go outside and put your feet in the dirt. You know, there's yeah. so much more to life than these little boxes we plug ourselves into every day, the computers yes. that are on our desktop. Um, and, and it, you know, it's just, it's a big, big world out there. And we need to go explore it. So when I have clients come in, I know you experience this too, and they're lay people, you know, lay people are getting more and more educated, they're getting exposed, but they still tend to be unfortunately a little bit maybe uninformed or misinformed, right? And so mm-hmm. the question comes up, and I'm just going to keep this real simple and, and just ask your, your yay or nay regarding this. But a lot of people come to my clinic and they say, hey, I've heard that fluoride and chlorine is bad for me. What do you think? Um. Fluoride and chlorine are bad for everyone. <laughs> They're bad for everyone. Okay. Um, Fluoride is actually toxic. Um, yes. But but I I will caution with this. Yes. Fluoride does have uses in helping to prevent tooth decay. Uh huh. But if it, it we didn't need fluoride to prevent tooth decay until we added all this other crap into our food, right? Correct. So, <laughs> it's so, it's we, so true. If, if we're willing to go back, it's like <laughs> it, it's really funny though. We you know you, you know it, it's just like going to the doctor and saying you know I have heartburn. The doctor doesn't <laughs> tell you to stop eating you know just 
you know, quit shoveling crap in your pie hole. The doctor doesn't <laughs> say that to you. What they say is, here's a prescription. Well, now you take this prescription and now you've got a ringing in your ears. Well, they'll give you a prescription for that. And now you've got a ringing in your ears and, and there's a side yep. effect of that prescription. When you stand up, you sometimes see stars and your blood pressure's all wonky. So they'll give you a pill for that, you know? <laughs> but, and it's just this weird cycle that we're in that's almost like, I, I mean, I have taught myself to to kind of laugh at it in a way. Yeah. Well, here's and, the thing. And on and one to hand, you, yes. To, but on the uh, other hand, you prompt me to ask this question. If you could wave a magic wand right now, Catherine, and change that in favor of humanity, what would that look like? You know, it would look more natural. I tell my clients all the time, here's a great tip because I am a nutritionist and that's where I come from. If you've ever seen a commercial for it, it's not food. Exactly. If you've ever seen a commercial for it, it's not food. 100%. That's how you figure out what you should eat or not. Can I, yep. can I, I'll get people all the time, text me a picture of a bag of chips in a, in a grocery store. Can I snack on this? And I text back, that's not food. That's not food. <laughs> we don't, and we're not designed to consume anything but. No, we're not. Our bodies don't know how to process that. And so we're just bombarding our bodies with chemicals all the time in, yeah. in, our, in our personal care products, yep. in, our, um, in our homes, our cleaning products in our homes. I do this, this um, exercise with clients that I have because I have a detox program that I put them through. Um, and I do this experiment where we have people write down how many products they use in a day. You know, mm. soap, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, hairspray, toothpaste, mouthwash. And, and, you know, and the average person we figured out uses about 16 products a day, at least for us. Mm -hmm. um, that's makeup, perfume, all kinds of stuff. If we assume that there's five toxic chemicals in each of those. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's being a, that's being generous. That's being generous. That's a crazy number. Um, so that means that. By the time you leave the house, you've exposed yourself to 80 toxic chemicals every day. Yep. Just getting out the door. Yep. That is a fascinating question. I'm, and I'm going to give you credit for this from now on, Catherine, for sharing that one question to ask. But that is definitely going to be a part of my intake for the future. Yeah, because we really ask that, like, how many products do you use a day? And we list examples and then what we do is we go through the detox program is uh, I have a business partner, Jennifer Becker, who's also a paralegal, did environmental law with me and is a nutritionist with the same training. And so we we list our favorite products. One, we give our clients one every week in the process and we say, replace your toothpaste. Yep. Replace your shampoo, yep. replace your conditioner, replace your body wash. Probably no one in the house is going to notice that you replace some things, yep. you know? Yep. And, and we got and around. Financially, you're just redirecting money you were going to spend anyways. Right. And, and we, we provide recipes. Like if you buy these six essential oils, you can make any cleaning solution. Um, it's quit throwing your money away because, you know, these companies don't need it. Right. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're billion dollar corporations they don't need your money yeah they don't um, need your 
Yeah, keep it and buy some seeds, you know? Yeah, that's great. Um, that is classic. So that's what that's what we do um, in our detox program. Just one of the many things we do. Yeah. So clearly you and I share a very a kindred spirit, spirit of the energy, right? I mean, we love what mm-hmm. we do and we know and we know what we're doing and we know why we do it. Um, tell me some of the things that you find to be the most exciting aspect of your current career. Um, some of the things that are really exciting right now are just in general, it seems like there's an awakening going on. Yes. I think that, uh, and, and this is actually really disturbing to me, but I've never seen so many people so young that are so sick. Right. Um, I see clients now that have lupus in their, in their twenties and, and you lupus was traditionally um, diagnosed to women like in their forties and fifties and people are getting it in their twenties. I mean, they're just so sick, so young. That's really disturbing. But one thing that is great, I think is there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of resources out there to help people. Um, there's a lot of ways that people can help themselves and the internet and computers as bad as they are at some things, they're actually great at helping spread the word and they're great at connecting people. I have clients all over the world. I have a client in Australia who found me online and I have clients in Paris, um, and they find me online and come to me and I can connect with them anywhere. Um, I don't have to a clinic that they have to come into. There's gotcha. ways that we could kind of overcome that. Yes. Um, and it, I really, really, so that's really inspiring to me. Um, another thing that's really inspiring is there's so many products coming out on the market that are hearing what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Companies mm-hmm. are now going organic. They're going yep. vegan. They're taking the gluten out themselves. I mean, Cheerios just did it. Yep. You know, they're major companies that are like, we hear you. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, you have to vote with your pocketbook. 100%. You vote with your money. That's how you really vote in this world. And and I'm not talking about politics at all. I'm saying about what products that you're going to buy and, and what you're going to purchase. And a lot of companies are going carbon neutral or, you know, doing offsetting for, to be better for the environment. And I think that those little steps are adding up. Yep. So that's very hopeful to me. Yes. Um, another one is just seeing people educating and, and themselves and waking up and, I'm also extremely hopeful and enlightened by the research that's taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, they're currently sequencing the human microbiome from, for DNA. They're, they're yeah. doing a DNA se- a sequencing of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really going to unlock a lot because just last month, they linked lupus to a specific gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the future is. I think that one day when people come in and they're going to say, I have this problem, we're going to be giving them basically like sterile probiotics, if you will, so that the bacteria strain dies in them, but it's not an antibiotic that kills all the bacteria. Correct. Um, 
And we can just wipe that one strain out and then go, do you feel better? Okay, if not, we need to add these bacterial strains into your gut and then just get the hell out of the way. Your body's designed to heal itself. Yep. You know, you're bringing up a couple of things. You know, I envision, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find a tech company, and Catherine, if you come across one, um, let me know because I'll definitely join in on the, on the movement. But I envision a day when someone like you and I can have Dr. McCoy's little tricorder completely non-invasive, completely accurate, and just scan the body from the external aspects, pick up all the chemicals, all the different enzymes, essential fatty acids, aminos, proteins, the different imbalances, and mm -hmm. it will spit out a design program specific for that person's need from a nutritional, non-invasive, no pharmacology-involved approach. Right, I envision right. that someday coming in the future. Here's the problem. The flip side of that coin is, is that the current resource, the, the resources uh, and, and research that is actually being done has a funding problem. This, oh, you're speaking my passion right now. Yeah, see, <laughs> there's I a funding problem, yeah. Because the funding I, problem, the funding problem tends to be if we can, like, for example, okay, just the pharmaceutical industry alone, not look, looking at the micro, not the macro, but here's a micro piece. There's 37 different pharmaceutical drugs that have patents right now that found their origins in botanicals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, one of the examples of that was when we had the Panama Canal and the workers going down there and they observed the Panamanians drinking a tea from the, the bark of, of the tree and they weren't getting malaria. So instead of us being, hey, let's just give the body what it needs, it'll do its own job, right? It knows how to perform when we, per it'll perform if we you know, position it properly. Uh, we took a couple of tons of this, took it to a lab, it was studied, they found quinine mm -hmm. and they started, they put it in a tablet and gave it to the workers in, in, in the Panama Canal. And unfortunately, because they removed nature's safeguards, but they could have a patentable product because they were able to recreate what they thought was the, the active ingredient and get rid of what they thought was fillers, they removed the ability of the body to not go blind by taking their malaria medicine. Right, right. So, so here's, here's, I only share all this, not, I'm just throwing it on the table because I envision a world where someday we will not need any pharmaceutical drug, including aspirin. That's my vision, right? I envision that that world can exist. Right now, currently, however, the research that's being funded is funded by people who want to, for lack of a better word, bastardize what they find right, and, con and control it in the form of a script to give to the people. Right. And, and I see that too. Um, one thing for me that's frustrating is there's a lot of bad science out there oh my gosh. and you have to, you have to look at, <laughs> you have to look at who's funding it. I, I remember, I remember this being, and this was in a, in a trial that, that, that I was involved in and the defendant was um, Chevron corporation. And, and we, we were talking to one of their experts and we asked him the question point blank, in your opinion, has Chevron ever contaminated a water supply well anywhere in the world and he said no and i was stunned i was mm. stunned i was stunned i was like you, that's not even a credible answer you know <laughs> that they've done something you know and and i mean we had evidence that they had contaminated wells right in front of us and it was their own evidence that we had but yeah. but the the 
the scientific research that's being done, you have to look at where the money's coming from. Yes. You have 100%. to look at that. So yep. the first thing I do when I see a new scientific study is say, okay, great. Who funded this? You know, mm-hmm. because for the right amount of money, people yep. will say anything. Yep. I, I had a situation. Uh, this was about eight, 10 years ago. I read an article in the Boston Globe because I go online and kind of look up like the grunge report, like a headline analysis. Mm-hmm. And I, I came across I came across a gal that had written a report for the newspaper that talked about how vitamin E showed no significant reduction in pain in cancer patients. So mm-hmm. as I dug into the report, I realized that they were actually identifying a piece of vitamin E called D-alpha-tocopherol. It was just one piece of the four tocopherols that have to be present for it to be vitamin E, uh, vitamin E complex, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what, what wheat germ oil is. That's why bread used to be very healthy for people when they ate it, when the wheat germ was in there. But now that they've stripped it out and made it a toxic mm-hmm. poison, uh, it no longer delivers any kind of real value. So I got a hold of the gal and I said, well, you know, your study is a little bit skewed in that you didn't really study food. You said it was a nutritional study, but it didn't really study. It was an isolate, right? It was a piece of the whole. It's kind of like me handing you a, a steering wheel and saying, hey, enjoy your car, right? I mean, it just doesn't uh-huh. really quite work that well. And and so she said, well, this was the study. Here's who funded it, blah, blah, blah. I found out that, that basically they were just trying to discredit um, the ability for uh, natural substances to promote promote any kind of natural anti-inflammatory, shutting down the you know the the that prostaglandin cascading effect that can take place, and 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 produce you know the body allowed to per, to perform properly, and and so when I because what I've done studies and looked at when they study actual whole food or whole food concentrates or herbal extracts, and leave them in their complete wholeness, they may have been extracted. But there's still all everything that nature intended for them to be there is still there. And you can get up to a 50% reduction in pain cases when you load them up on vitamin E, which is wheat germ oil. Right, right. But they're studying the wrong stuff. I know, I know. (laughs) And then it's crazy. Well, the other thing I see is that, um, and I see this a lot in in clients because it's, in my opinion, it's affecting women more than men, but... I could be wrong, but is the heavy metals that we're being exposed to now. And yes. a lot of it's coming from our food and it's because of the way we process it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the way we process it. But um, wheat is not anybody's friend no. right now. And there's a reason we did it to ourselves. Yep. First of all, we grow different wheat than we used to a hundred years ago. It, the, the strains are completely, the strain, the, um, the type of wheat that we grow is completely different. Yep. And we grow it fast. There's no nutrients in it because yep. all the food that you see in the grocery store, like the tomatoes, the lettuce, it's it's selected because it grows fast. And the faster it grows, it can get just as big, but it has not. It doesn't have the nutrients in it that tomatoes had when your grandmother ate them. Yep, hundred percent true. And we strip all the nutrients out of the soil. Yep. And never put them back. So the nutrients aren't there for the food to absorb in the first place. So and those studies were actually done back in the 20s. They were. They were. Um, but but we, we did a lot of work, you know, with environmental law. We did a lot of work that involved um, the farming industry and how we're farming. And so one of the things that, that's horrible that's happening now is the way we harvest food 
because farmers want to be able to harvest their entire field at once. Mm-hmm. We, we never did that a hundred years ago. They no. used to go out and pick what was ripe. Correct. And that would happen over several weeks to yep. a month and a half. Yep. It's called wild um, crafting. That's correct. Yeah. Now they want to harvest the whole field. So what they do with wheat specifically, they do this with some other grain crops too, is they spray the entire field with Roundup. Mm-hmm. And as the the wheat dies, it will it will germinate more of its seed, which is what we eat. Well, it's part of what we eat. We ruin that too when we process it. <laughs> yep. You touched on that earlier. And and so they wait, they spray the entire field with Roundup, and then 72 hours they come back and they harvest the entire field at once. And it saves them time and it helps the yep. farmers make more money. And I get it. I don't fault the farmers. They're trying to eke out a living in a system that's broken. Yep. But I do say this every time I see a small organic farmer, like at a, at a farmer's market, I mean, everyone thinks I'm crazy because I hug these people. I yep. hug them. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yep. thank you. Thank you for feeding us. <laughs> yep. 100%. I, but, I totally get it. They are, they are putting the world back the way it should be, you know? Yeah. Um, and so just just the, the fact that we're polluting all our food, the food babe did a really good study where she had she got some money together. Um, sh- she has a great blog, by the way. If you haven't talked to her, she's amazing. She did a really good study where they went to grocery stores and they took foods that you would feed your kid, like goldfish crackers and Oreo mm-hmm. cookies and yeah. um, Ego waffles and pop tarts and all kinds of food and they tested them to see if they had glyphosate in them which is the yep. active ingredient in roundup yep and sure enough it did and it's all posted on her blog if you go to her website it's foodbabe.com uh, it's amazing and and it, it, it's just stunning the the research that's being done and it's being done by private yep. people yeah. No. And they don't have, I mean, they don't, they're, they're doing this out of a passionate love, you know, for, for preserving themselves and maybe their fellow man. It's not about trying to increase their profit margins. Right. I mean, they're, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. She's not making money yeah. from doing this research. Yeah. She's just saying, I don't want to poison. She has kids. She's yep. a mom. And she said, I don't want to poison my kids because I think I am, you know? Um, and so you see a lot of kids today that have like hyperactivity yep. and, ADD and it just you're like what it is never happening? existed when I was in high school I was talking to a friend the other day when I was in when I was in school many 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 years ago we never saw a child show up with um with the um tubes in their ears because of a lack of a healthy heart being able to push fluid off the body and we never had kids diagnosed with ADD ADHD um that no. you know that's you know, now we suffer from such a riddle and deficiency in this country it's absolutely mind-bending what's taking place there with these poor kids and and i i it, mm-hmm. one of the things that just turns my stomach is i drive uh, there's a school just three blocks from my clinic and i drive by it almost every day going to and from work and it says drug-free zone and i know that not to be true because i know that these poor yeah. again it's not the nurses it's not the medical doctors. It's the broken system. There's nurses in there shelling out medications right. that allow the school system to get more money because now these kids are labeled as special needs. Right. And that, right. and it all comes back to it's... that, unfortunately. So, you know, you and I have, we have, I, I, 
I could go on for hours talking with you, but you know what? Here's the deal. We're going to yeah. do this again, Catherine. <laughs> Promise me there's going to be a Catherine Benson interview two, three, four, and five. Um, I will. I okay, promise. Good. Now, I promise. here's what I want to do. We have, you know, we've successfully identified what you and I know to be from our 20 years experience, 40 years collectively experience of working with people in the trenches and watching what this stuff does. And we know that we know what the problem is. And I really want you to spend what time we have remaining on our, on our time for the listeners and really let's give them some solutions. Let's give, you know, I want you to talk about your 21 day detox program, how you deliver it to clients. What's the best way for our listeners to contact you. I really want to let's, let's put, like you said, when you opened up this interview, you talked about no hope and now it's time for us right. to really like, we know there's a problem. We're, you and I alone can't do much about it, but let's give some people some hope and really talk about your 21 day program. Yeah, so my 21-day program is designed specifically for people that have autoimmune diseases. Um, and what we do is we work with them. We, we put them, we group people together, um, maybe five to 10 people, in, and we put you in a private Facebook group. So no one can even see that the group exists. And anything that you post in there is very private and personal, but you can share with one another. So we connect you with other people that are going through the same things that you're going through. And we give our people exercises to do. Um, we do put them on a special diet program mm -hmm. um, for autoimmune. It's high in protein. Um, we have a vegan and a non-vegan mm -hmm. one. It just depends on their personal preference, but we, we up their proteins and take them off any reactive mm -hmm. foods to eliminate inflammation. Yeah. That's what we really Huge. do. And we focus on on kind of retraining them and and holding their hand with them for the whole 21 days. So they get an, an hour long intake call with me and they get a half hour check in every week with okay. me where that we, we talk about how are you feeling? How are you functioning? How are you sleeping? And it's amazing. I, I have a program right now. We're a week in, and I had a woman who was having 20 hot flashes a wow. day. She's having she's having now one to two a wow. day, and she's seven days into the program. Yep. So it, it doing this and detoxing it resets her hormones, yep. and, and but we what we also do that that's deeper, that's different from a lot of other detoxes is we detox you, like I said, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So. One of my pet peeves is, uh, and I this is from personal experience, I, I have chronic fatigue syndrome, and of course I was exhausted. I, I had Epstein-Barr yep. virus, which is the virus that causes um, mononucleosis. Yep. You're exhausted when you have sure. mono. <laughs> sure. So I kept going to the doctor and saying, I'm tired. And I, I have my, my people do a whole exercise on the word tired. Mm -hmm. And I, and I say to them, I'm actually going to take that word from you. you. You have to surrender that word as part of the detox. And I want my clients to learn to communicate better what they're really experiencing. Um, because I think it's sort of, it's become um, in, the, in the English language, it's just a, part of the vernacular now it's like i'm tired it's just a, another piece of rhetoric in our yep. language that we say i'm tired i'm tired yep. i'm tired and they're actually not they can be tired <laughs> physically because they went skiing or they could be 
emotionally tired or they could need a break from the three-year-old and the four-year-old that they're raising. That's not tired. So that's one of the things that we do during the detox is we work on these really deep exercises where we are going to ask you to surrender things um, like tired. And, and we're going to ask you to break these mental patterns that have been going on for many people. Um, because a lot of times you get into this spiral or you haven't been feeling well for so long that once we lift that burden from you and you do feel well, your mind doesn't re realize that you are, if that makes yes. sense. Um, so we really lift that veil. Um, you can connect with me on Facebook or my website, which is personalizednutritionsolutions.org. You can email me from there if you just click the contact page. Um, and we'll get back to you within 24 hours um, and we can discuss the best way to work with you. Um, we also have a 10 session program because some people need more intense work if you're, if you're really in the throes of an autoimmune mm -hmm. disease and having major problems. Um, we'll go over lab work. We'll go over your medications that you're on. We look at the supplements that you're on. We look at interactions because what doctor does right. that? Right, absolutely, sure. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I, you and I subscribe to the the literal translation of the word doctor by definition means to teach, right? I mean, we are teachers. right? And so I don't right. have to have MD after my name to be a teacher. So, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's what we do with our program. But if you have an autoimmune disease or know someone that does, please, please reach out to me because we have a great thriving community. Um, and even if you're not ready to do something, um, sometimes you just want to take a look and connect with other people that are going through the same thing that you're going yeah, through. That's such a wise approach. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when you're ready, we'll, we'll be there for you. Um, but we have, we're on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, That's how um, but connect other, with sure. Yeah. yeah, the best way to connect with me is through my website, though, personalizednutritionsolutions.org. Catherine, I can't thank you enough for being on this episode of Total Wellness Radio. We are definitely going to do this again. So promise me, say I promise, Dan, we'll do it again. I promise, Dan. I promise we'll Perfect. do it again. And I would love I would love to do it again. And I would love to help uh, get in useful information out to, to your yeah, listeners. I appreciate you so much. So thank you. For, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, we will definitely do it again. And for, uh, for Catherine Benton in San Francisco, this is Dan Young in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Thank you all for listening and tuning in and making us a part of your day. This is episode 158 on Total Wellness Radio. Good day.